the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that he created us in his own image and sacrificed his only begotten sinless son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. How many of you in here enjoy raises? Now look at y'all. Some of y'all going to lie and they ain't going to even raise your hand. You don't enjoy, you make enough money, you don't need any more. I mean financial raise. I mean, I ain't saying raise up out the seat. I'm talking about a finance. How many of you like to make, you know, two or three hundred, four hundred dollars more? How many, how many of you like, now you're scared to raise your hand because you know where I'm going with this. When is the last time God told you to give him a raise and you enjoyed doing it and you stepped up your level of giving to another level and blessed God's socks off? Last time you've done that. You want something that you won't even give God. Think about it. You, you see how, you see, this thing is really real. I'm talking about hearing God. Let me tell you something. When you begin to hear God, you start doing some mysterious things that are very uncommon of you. Anybody can be common. Anybody can live below the level of mediocrity. But when you begin to hear God, you begin to do things that the status quo don't even do. Who called you to be like everybody else anyhow? Everybody else fall off a cliff. You going to fall off too? God calls you to be a different person. He calls you to be above and beyond uh, because of your love for him. Listen, let me ask you this. This is deep here and so pertinent. When is the last time you heard the call of God calling you through a message preach and you sat there knowing you heard God? And you suppress the truth. And you know, well, I ain't going to come. I don't know that church that well. Oh, this is my first time here. Oh, wait till I get this right. Oh, my relatives not here. Oh, this not here. As if tomorrow's in your hand. When was the last time you heard God speak and you knew he was talking directly at you and you did not respond? Now, Samuel may have been going to the wrong person, uh, but he, given some credit, he did respond. When the last time you responded to the truth of the gospel? What you going to do with, with this message on listening to God? Why would God put you in position to hear this message at this time on this day in your life? Why? 
You young folk out there, I like to, all y'all singers out there. I'm looking at y'all kind of hard. Y'all, God brought you here. Thank God for you. I wish I can grab you every Sunday. But, but listen, you got to hear God on what college you going to go to. Wait a minute. I want, I want, just y'all, I want y'all to talk back to him as loud as you can. Name some colleges in San Antonio. Just name them. Call them. Say it loud. UTSA. What? Sad. Oh, 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 I can't take no more. That's enough. Ooh. Okay, oh, can it work? Okay. Name some colleges in Texas. A&M, UT. Huh? Rice, Baylor. St. Paul. Oh, 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 enough. Now name me some colleges in the United States of America. Kansas State. You squeezed that one in, didn't you? (laughs) Now, with all that set before you, seniors, how in this world are you going to know where are you going unless you learn to hear God right now? With all those choices, some of y'all, not just y'all too, but some of y'all here, some of y'all, y'all, Y'all finances is in an absolute mess. And he really liked getting young folk. When I was a young person, I didn't know what a credit card was. <laughs> My parents didn't even have them back then. Not, not to mention me. And now y'all get them, and you are in thousands of dollars of debt and cell phone bills, and you owe everything under the sun before you can set yourself in a college door, don't you know your debt will rob you of your success? Don't hear God. You got to buy everything. Can't deny yourself nothing. Don't know how to sacrifice. Don't know how to give to God. Then set some aside for yourself, pay your bills, and bless others in the process. How do you know what college to go to with all those choices? If you don't hear God, who knows where you're going to end up? Who knows who you're going to marry? You got to even hear God with how you dress. How you dress. I come to the conclusion that some Christians dress the way they do so badly it's because they don't think about God on what they're going to put on, on your temple, the temple of God. You can wear dresses so short, split so deep, guys wearing stuff, showing crops too much, all this stuff, and don't hear God. When you hear God, you don't tattoo your body all up and put all this jewelry all over yourself looking like a jewelry box. The Bible says, come from among them and be separate. Y'all scared to say amen now. I know I'm telling the truth. What God would tell you tomorrow, you wasn't born with all the marks all over your body. If somebody told you to do that to yourself, you'd be mad. Now, if you got all the marks, I know you got them all over you. Repent and go on. You can't shed your skin. Just use them as a testimony. Amen? Y'all got to heal God. Some of y'all got a great allegiance to this world system. Sister, I'm an alpha. I'm a delta. I'm an omega sci-fi. Branding yourself. Putting all them Q marks on you. Putting up, going through all that stuff. You better, listen, you better realize that Jesus is the Alpha. 
You better realize that Jesus is the omega, the first and the last. You can go to hell from a fraternity, a sorority, or being a Masonic Lord. All that stuff will send you to hell. No allegiance to the church. You ain't, you're not, your objective is not to go to college to be in a fraternity. They, they lower your grade point average. Get in things that's going to enhance your education. Get in things that's going to challenge you. Get in scholarly extracurricular activities. Something that's nothing party life. You're not there to have a party. Matter of fact, God tells you not to go to certain parties. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. I remember Lynn Bias. Do y'all remember Lynn Bias? Some of y'all young folk don't remember him. Years ago, first round draft choice of the Boston Celtics. Multi-million dollar contract. According to the reports and his parents, he went to a party to celebrate. Took something, supposedly, that had some, something in it. I don't know if he took it himself or was he ignorant of it. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just going with what they said. I wasn't there. But he, a cardiac arrest, and he died before he could sign that contract. Now, what if he had heard God? Or maybe he wasn't even saved so he could hear God. Before he could make one dollar of that multi-contract, dad, if he had just heard God, could have been a legend. Could have been a supreme example of how to live the Christian life or whatever. You remember that fire? God got me. I didn't see all this the first service. Do you remember that fire? In that club, some of y'all know where I was going. And, and people thought that was part of, the, part of the entertainment or whatever. And when they discovered it was real and that the thing place was really on fire, there was, they panicked and it was a mad dash. And they were, I saw pictures that were frightened. They were literally jammed, stuck in the door, hands reaching out, stuck. Because so many were trying to get out at one time, they caved into the door and couldn't go, and they died in that club. Now, somebody was told, stay home today. Somebody was told, what you going there for? Somebody said, why are you always there? Oh, mama, yeah, you leave, we just had, ain't nothing going to happen. I'm grown. You ain't so grown, you can't die. They died from a club. Oh, by the way, thank you, Holy Spirit. Where you going to die? I ain't saying when. I said where? Where you going to die? You going to plop over with your screen stuck on pornography? Somebody going to pick up your body and they're going to look in your pants pocket, looking for your ID, and they'll discover a lottery ticket? Oh, pull out your pocket and there's a condom. Oh, God, help me preach. Where are you going to die? Well, well, how are you going to die? What's going to be in your pocket? What's going to be in your purse? What's going to be on your person when you die? Where are you, where, where you going to die? You better live right and walk right because death could find you right there. 
can find you right there. Another thing about hearing God, listen, another thing about hearing God is this. Failure, disappointment, and destruction awaits those who fail to listen to God. Failure, disappointment, and destruction awaits those who fail to listen to God. I repeat it again. Failure, disappointment, and what? Destruction awaits those who fail to listen to God. Look, look, look at 1 Samuel chapter 4, and I'm going to read verses 12 through 22. 1 Samuel 4, 12 through 22. I'm going to read it, but, but you look along with me because I'm going to be pointing out some things, and please use your Bible. Please. Look what it says. 1 Samuel 4, starting with the 12th verse. Then a man of Benjamin ran from the battle uh, from the battle line the same day and came to Shiloh with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. Now when he came, there was Eli sitting on a seat by the wayside watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. And when the man came into the city and told it, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the noise of the outcry, he said, what does the sound of this tumult mean? And the man came quickly and told Eli, Eli was 98 years old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see. Then the man said to Eli, I am he who came from the battle and I fled today from the battle line. And he said, what happened, my son? So the messenger answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines and there has been a great slaughter among the people. Also, your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead. Now, look, that didn't kill him. Look, that didn't kill Eli. Look what killed him. And the ark of God has been captured. Verse 18. Then it happened when he made mention of the ark of God that Eli fell off the seat backward by the side of the gate and his neck was broken and he died for the man was old and heavy. Now, the news of his son's death didn't kill him, but the news of the ark of God being captured killed him, which shows me that Eli loved God more than his sons. And he had judged Israel 40 years. Look at verse 19. Now his daughter-in-law, Phinehas' wife, Mrs. Phinehas, with child due to be delivered. And when she heard the news that the ark of God was captured, that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and gave birth for her labor pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the woman who stood by her said to her, do not fear for you have born a son. But she did not answer, nor did she regard it. Then she named the child Ichabod, saying the glory of God has departed from Israel because the ark of God had been captured and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, the glory has departed from Israel for the ark of God has been captured. All I'm trying to say is that failure, disappointment, and destruction awaits those who fail to listen to God. Look at that. Eli lost two sons, and God said, they so messed up and so evil, until I ain't going to kill them one here and another three months later, I'm going to wipe both those boys out the same day. Eli dies hearing that the ark of God had been captured, Mrs. Phinehas uh, gave birth and did not regard the child, hearing, uh, losing her husband, uh, her father-in-law, 
brother-in-law, death and destruction because of not hearing God. And then, then she named the child Ichabod, means the glory of God has departed. That's something in there. I want y'all to hang on. Listen. Are you living a lifestyle that's so bad that the glory of God has departed your life? Is Ichabod on your life? You having premarital sex? Ichabod! You're around here drinking and cussing? Ichabod! You messing around with pornography? You rebellious and your mama can't tell you nothing and you're, sneak, you're sneaking around. You're messing with somebody, not your wife. Ichabod! You selfish, rebellious. Let me tell you something. God will fire you. God don't have to have you. God don't need you. You need him. And sometimes you can go on, and parents, I said in the first service, listen, your children going to make some mess because you made some too, mama and daddy. Didn't y'all make some mess? I made some mess. Haven't we all made mess? Now, you got to love your child through your mess, through their mess. You got to love them. But you got to realize that God is still in control of that child. He's still on the throne of that child. Let me just say it like that. He's still on the throne who can ultimately uh, do something with that child. Be it known to you today that the glory of God departed because of rebellion and not hearing God. Let me conclude the message by asking a couple more questions and we're done. What are the benefits of listening to God? There are some benefits of listening to God. We got about six of these and they'll be brief and we'll be done. The first benefit is this. Hearing from God keeps us divinely protected by God. Hearing from God keeps us what? Divinely protected by God. When we won't be, we won't be so easily deceived and trapped by the enemy. When you don't hear, you lose the right to be protected. Why should God, oh God, keep me, help me in this car. Don't let me have an automobile accident. Oh God, wait a minute. Why should God honor that kind of prayer and you won't even listen to it? You lose the right of divine protection because of an ear that is deaf toward God. Number two, our lives will be more fruitful. There are some folk, the older they get, the less they have to show for it in their life. I mean, they have no fruits, no fruits on the tree of their lives. Our lives will bear more fruit. We're more productive when we hear God. Number three, a responsive heart will cultivate spiritual growth. Do you realize when you respond, Eli, I mean, Samuel, give him some credit. He was, he was responding to God even though he was going to the wrong person. Are you going to respond to this message? Or are you going to leave here excusing yourself out of a decision? Number four, we will make wise decisions when we hear God. That's another benefit of listening to God. We will make what kind of decisions? Wise. 
Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. You make wiser decisions when you hear God. Wiser decisions. And number five, when you hear from God, there will be a sense of peace and calmness to your life and there will be more rest in your soul. Your spirit is at ease and you speak with calmness and gentleness when you hear God. That's huge. When you hear from God and you hear him on a continual basis, you, there will be a sense of peace and calmness to your life. There will be more rest in your soul. Your spirit will be at ease and you will speak in calmness and gentleness. Parents, God doesn't call you always to be screaming and hollering at your child. A husband hollering and screaming at your wife, a wife at the husband. I mean, you're mean, you're talking with an attitude, you're snapping folk up. That's a sign you're not hearing God because you're not responding from God that way. Uh, not if he's really speaking. When you hear God, even when the child makes a mess, you don't fall to pieces. Comes in with an elf, bad paper. You say, wait a minute now, I'm really disturbed and this is in our best interest. You're my child and I'm your parent and I'm here to challenge you in your grades because this can be detrimental to your future. Now, John, how can we work this out to the glory of God? How can I help you elevate your grades? This is not good. What are you doing uh, that's bringing this kind of thing about? What did you not do that you should have done? But cussing and screaming and hollering and mad and pouting in the midst of a storm or crisis or, or critical issues, loving your children through your mess, through their mess, it's one of the wisest things you can do. I don't care how bad your children mess up. You got to realize, you, you have to give them the assurance that you love them in spite of their mess, in spite of a bad grade, in spite of a bad decision. They're still your child. And I said last week, your children are going to make some decisions that, that's going to break your heart, but realize once you've done all you could, you've taught them, you've set a good example, realize that you can't live their lives for them and you can't stop living your life because of them. You got to go on with your life and commit them to God. Your children keep being rebellious and hard-headed. The wisest thing you can say, look, look, Joe, Shirley, Bob, John, I've talked. You're too big for me to spank. I've done everything I can do. I'm going to turn you over to Jesus. I, 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 can, I got a God that I'm in touch with. And I'm going to tell God on you. And I'm gonna come, and whatever he does, I'm going to say, ride on King Jesus. And parents, when God begins to work in that child and they hollering out and screaming, don't be so quick to save them. Let them experience some consequences so that they can wake up and walk right. You get in God's way, trying to salvage them. Sometimes they have to bottom out before they can hear you are God. Are y'all listening to me? Then last but not the least, those who hear and obey God will experience more victories in life. Some of y'all, it's one defeat after another, and it's because it goes back to you not hearing God. Some folk get more blessed, they prosper more, then you get jealous of what they have, begin to envy, 
But God wants to say to you today, listen, I can bless you too if you start listening to me. Maybe they getting what they got because they hear me more and uh, I'm causing their cup to overflow with blessings they can't even contain. Listen, if you want to walk in victory, you had better hear God. When he calls me, I will answer. When he calls me, I will answer. When he calls me, I will answer. I'll be somewhere listening for my name. And the same God that called Samuel is calling you today. Beloved, God is speaking, but the real question is, are you listening? The voice of God is the sweetest thing you can hear in a world that's cluttered with so many deceptive voices. Hear ye the word of the Lord. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor you. We adore you. We worship you. Thank you, Lord, for this three-part series on listening to the voice of God. And God, we repent of not having a responsive heart for being drunk on ourselves, our ways, our attitude, our pride. Father, unstop our deaf ears so we can hear you like we never heard you before. Help us to be still. Help us to not talk. Remove technology to the point that we can hear you. Oh, God, have your way now. In Jesus' name, all God's children say. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.